Welcome to Faith in the Cracks. I'm Pastor Karen Wright. Just like plants grow in the cracks of a sidewalk, faith can grow when God wiggles into the cracks in our lives. Whether those cracks are bits of time here and there, where we wait for groceries to be loaded into our car, or cracks from hard times in life. When we allow the Spirit to seep into the cracks, new life can begin to sprout. Episode 8. Hydrate. Everywhere you go these days, it seems everyone is carrying a water bottle. My kids take them to school every day. My wife almost always has a glass of water somewhere near her. I, however, don't typically carry water with me. Water is critical for human survival. Our bodies are made up of about 60% water, and water is what helps our bodies function. So whether it's regulating body temperature, carrying nutrients, eliminating waste, helping with muscle and joint function, water is essential for human life. Now, take into the account that in 2019, the World Health Organization thinks that one in three people don't have access to safe water. Think about the amount of water you used getting ready this morning. Drinking water, brushing teeth, making coffee, showering, doing dishes, flushing the toilet, filling up your water bottle. I know I don't always stop and think about the need for clean water. Now, humans can go about 100 hours without water. That time shortens if you're in high heat or if you're exerting yourself or exercising. So it's important to have clean water. And this is why worldwide, the 2 billion people who don't have access to clean water, this is why there are lots of deaths from contaminated water. This is why there is a need to provide clean water for all people around the world. Because water is critical for human survival. If you start suffering from dehydration, you may notice headaches. Uh, You may sweat more at first and then you stop sweating. You may feel dizzy or lightheaded. You can feel achy. So water has a physical effect when we don't have enough. And that dehydration doesn't just occur physically. We can become dehydrated spiritually as well. I wonder if you have ever felt dried up on the inside. Felt like you were on empty and nothing left to give. I think during the pandemic, many of us felt this. And culturally, we often may call it burnout. But I think spiritually, we get to that place where we're dehydrated and we forget our connection to God. I've struggled a little bit lately with spiritual dehydration. I'm snippy with my family. I'm less forgiving of myself for my own mistakes. I'm tired or weary even when I've slept well. I'm listless. There's not a lot of joy. And these things don't happen all the time, but when they start happening more frequently, I notice them. So when we're physically dehydrated, what do we do? Well, we drink more water over the course of several days, And after several days of drinking more, those headaches go away. We begin to feel less achy. We start to feel better. So what do we do when we're spiritually dehydrated? We have to go looking for water in a spiritual sense. The Gospel of John, chapter 4, Jesus meets the Samaritan woman by the well. It's the middle of the day. 
And Jesus speaks to her, which is a big deal, because Jews and Samaritans didn't generally talk, nor would a man generally talk to a woman that he didn't know. Jesus asks her for a drink. And then he tells her, if you knew who was asking you for a drink, you would have asked for living water, a water that will sustain. And her comment back is one of my favorites. She comments, how are you going to get that water? Because you don't have a bucket to draw water from the well of Jacob. Then she asked him about this living water. I always think that's fascinating that Jesus doesn't have a bucket. She notices that. And so I wonder, what is your bucket? What is it that you use to get to living water, to get to that spiritual water? Maybe it's being in nature, going for a hike, gardening, mowing the lawn. Maybe it's movement, working out, lifting weights, taking a walk. Maybe it's art, drawing and painting. Bible study, long conversations with a close friend, reading. One of my buckets is music, particularly hymns. Singing them, playing them, it draws on something within me that helps me reconnect. In my first year of seminary, after my grandfather died, a classmate and I sang duets in the chapel, which was very healing for me. I also sang with a group of women, Monica, Renee, and Meredith. We were the perfect fourths. And getting to sing with them was always life-giving. Standing in an empty sanctuary playing hymns on my trombone is something that fills me. You see, we all need to hydrate sometimes. Maybe life has been hard Maybe our calendar has gotten too packed full of things to do. Maybe we've just lost sight of God. When we get dehydrated, we do what the people of Israel did in the book of Exodus. We complain. And we wonder, is God still with us? You see, during the Exodus, they had crossed the Red Sea, escaping the Egyptian army, and the people began to complain that they had no water. Bodies need water, fair point. The water they find at Mara is bitter, so God has Moses strike it with its rod, his rod to become sweet. The people move on to Elam, and there's 12 streams. And when they depart again, they begin complaining about not having water. God tells Moses to go to a rock where God is waiting and strike the rock, and when he does, water comes forth. I love that Moses names it Massa and Meribah because the people quarreled and tested the Lord. And I think some of this story is about water and physical dehydration. Wandering around in the wilderness, they would have needed a lot of water. But I think it's a spiritual dehydration as well. They're wandering in the wilderness. They don't know where they're going. There's a promise, but they don't know. They needed that reassurance that God was still with them. And even though God has been providing every step of the way, they still need to know that God is there. They need to drink so deeply that they can sense God there without Moses striking the rock and water coming forth. And I think sometimes we get into that same place 
that we question and wonder because we haven't had the chance to drink deeply and rehydrate ourselves. So I think in the book of Exodus, these people are just dehydrated. They're worn out, they're scared, and they don't know what's next. So when you get spiritually dehydrated, how do you drink deeply? How do you reconnect with the holy? How do you find eternal life-giving water that will rehydrate your soul? Thanks for listening. New podcasts are released on Mondays. Subscribe or follow me on Apple, Spotify, or Google. Or become a subscriber on my website, faithinthecracks.com, and you'll be notified when new material is posted. You can also start or join in discussions on the Facebook page. And each day, may you find ways to be kind, to be helpful, and to be a child of God. As you go through your week, may God seep into the cracks in your life.